0: You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium
1: people. Thanks for your support.
0: It's another episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all encompassing Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora once again joining you for what we have learned is the uh, second to last episode to the mid season <laughs> finale of Fear the Walking Dead. I didn't know, but uh, apparently it is. I thought we were just going to go straight through uh, until the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. But I guess not. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I probably should find out is uh, find out how many episodes they were given for this season. That'd be nice to know. Um, it has been renewed for a third season. Okay. So there is that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this season, season two, will have 15 episodes. The first, does it
1: say when the, the second part, the, like the other episodes are going to be in? It,
0: it does not. It says the remaining eight will air later in the year. Okay. <laughs> so, I guess no concrete date. Maybe <laughs> AMC just hasn't made it official yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they will at some point. Uh, so, yeah, second, second to last to the mid-season finale. I guess everything's hitting. Uh, this is uh, season finale time. For television, most of the other shows we're doing right now on the Premium Channel are also concluding within a week or two weeks from now, so uh, not a surprise at all. Uh, But we're talking, or I forget about all of those shows, you've tuned in for this one, (laughs) where we talk about Walking Dead, all things Walking Dead related, and it's season two, episode six, called Cicat Servas, which is Latin for like a deer. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Were there deer in this episode? I wonder what this is in reference to. Supposedly, it's also a song. idea
1: in (laughs) headlights?
0: Maybe. Some people were in this episode, for sure. Um, All right, so we begin at a church in Baja, where a priest delivers a fiery sermon. And uh, he tells all of his parishioners that they need to fight the dead, that this is not God's doing. Uh, he didn't say it was Satan's doing, but was, no. I'm guessing that was what was implied here. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah. that you have to fight them.
1: He did, he did say something like it's evil or something like that. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: all of the parishioners take communion waf- wafers one by one. In the town square, the parishioners arm themselves. Thomas, who, of course, is Strand's, uh, more than Strand's friend, as we learned, mm-hmm. uh, arrives in his truck and urges the priest to stop. Um, do not protect her says the priest to Thomas. Suddenly, parishioners begin to drop to their knees in agony as blood is pouring from their eyes.
1: Yeah, and it looked really creepy.
0: Yes, they all died poisoned, they were, by these communion wafers. Can't trust them. That's what <laughs> I say. Uh, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Abigail is approaching the Mexican flotilla that is guarding the water border between the United States and Mexico. Travis checks in with Chris, who is quickly becoming my least favorite person on this show. In oh fact, gosh. he might even be there in, in spades. Uh, yep. Chris asks why everyone is mad at him. And Travis <laughs> says that according to Madison, Reed wasn't infected when Chris shot him. <laughs> Chris, oh is, Chris is devastated thinking Madison was on his side. In the wheelhouse, Luis prepares to meet with his military contact on the flotilla and pay for their passage. Strand sees military officers approaching a boat, concerned that a second officer is coming along with Luis's contact. He orders Madison to hide everyone below deck. From the engine room, Madison, uh, Madison's group listens to the conversation between Strand, Luis, and the officers. And then gunfire erupts after the officers insist on searching the boat to make sure no infected are aboard. Madison's group charges upstairs. A mortally wounded Luis lies next to the two dead officers. Daniel stabs the officers to prevent them from turning, and Luis begs Daniel not to stab him and hands Ophelia a medallion with an owl's face. He asks her to give it to his mother. Daniel, like a jerk, flings it into the ocean, (laughs) and Luis whispers something to Nick. Uh, Strand steers the Abigail towards the Mexican coastline. On land, Strand leads the group towards town, uh, into town when they find the dead parishioners, who are now Mm -hmm. the undead parishioners. And the group has to go on a killing spree, and that includes not just men and women, but lots of little children as well. Very unsettling. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the midst of all the killing, Daniel grabs a young infected boy and becomes paralyzed by a flashback, a memory of, of apparently him clutching a a young, not zombie boy, by the neck, mm. perhaps during perhaps during some sort of war or, or struggle uh, in in Daniel's youth. Uh, Ophelia kills the infected boy for Daniel, and Nick sits stunned after having killed a young infected girl. Yeah. Uh, Madison is overcome by an infected person and fights for her life. Maybe because Madison is still making stupid mistakes like stabbing it in the gut. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This is the sec- sixth episode of the second season. Have you yes. not learned this by now? That's yeah. day one of zombie killing school.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Go for the head.
1: And she has killed. Yes. Walker's already in the head. I don't
0: know. Maybe being on a boat for so long out in the sun has fried her brain. I have no yes. idea. I don't know. She's lost it. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, everybody ends up uh, A-OK. They pile into Thomas's truck and flee. Strand drives the group to the Tom, uh, to Thomas's gated estate, where Celia, Louise's mother, greets them. Strand informs her that Louise is dead. He is one of them now. Strand says, mm-hmm. and she says, "Then he'll find his way back." Yeah. Weird. <laughs> a maid asks the group to check their weapons, and everyone complies. This is before anyone had a chance to learn the lesson of Rick Grimes' group. Uh, yep. Just never do that sort of thing uh daniel however is the only one who's kind of reluctant uh, eventually he does he hands over his gun and his knife strand rushes to thomas's bedroom where he lay soaked in blood with a bandage on his bitten arm was this ever explained how he was bitten i don't think it ever was
1: and, and yeah well th- at the beginning he went and talked to the people in the church i don't know if it happened then yeah yeah
0: um quite possibly it was never explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris asks Alicia if she's mad at him. She accuses him of standing by while Madison got attacked outside the church. Uh, he insists he merely froze, which was bullshit. No. Uh, and, of course, when Alicia presses him on it, Chris threatens to hurt her if she tells anyone what she saw. Mm-hmm. This kid can't die soon enough. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, in the kitchen, Nick tells Celia that Luis asked for her when he died. Celia calmly explains, The dead have always walked amongst them. The only difference now is that we can see them. hmm uh, Creepy.
1: Again, creepy.
0: Very <laughs> creepy. Madison overhears the conversation and later warns Celia that Nick is impressionable. Probably not something you should say to the creepy old lady who's yes. okay with zombies. Yes. Uh, Daniel gazes at photos of the dead posted on an outdoor shrine. He notices the same owl carved into the trunk. Like the one on Luis's medallion, Celia posts a photo of Luis and explains that his death does not phase her because he was not shot in the head. Mm-hmm. so she's clearly one of these nut jobs that thinks they're not really dead right as long as they're not shot in the head or stabbed. They're still alive as zombies they're in there somewhere is the belief, presumably uh, don't really don't really know about that. Uh, Alicia tells Madison about Chris's threat. Madison loses points for immediately not killing him. I'm just look. I, he's not. He's not like Joffrey, or or but, uh, he's not like yeah. Joffrey evil. But he's like but he, Joffrey annoying.
1: But he's also becoming like he's in on his way to yeah. become. Yeah. You know, someone like Joffrey.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not as evil, but like he's he's about as annoying. Yeah. Uh, he's not there yet on the evil thing, but he, he's on his way. Uh, Madison confers with Travis about Chris and worries that Chris is sick. No shit. Mentally, at least. Uh, Travis defends Chris, because Travis is an idiot, as we've discussed. He is. Uh, And angrily wonders why Madison won't offer the same support to Chris that he always gave to Nick. Madison decides to sleep in Arisha's room for protection while Travis sleeps with Chris. That mm-hmm. sounds... Uh, it's way less creepy-looking than it is sounding, <laughs> me saying it. Strand urges Thomas to end the suffering and let go of life. I could go with you, Strand says, offering to kill himself, like a modern-day Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. So they can remain together after death as zombie lovers, apparently, which mm-hmm. is as gross as it would look as it as it did sound. Yeah. uh Don't, I'm sorry I even said it. Don't think about it, everybody. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, Daniel uh, on a nighttime stroll sees a young boy place a dog down a chute into the wine cellar. To which I believe he actually says, "What the hell?" <laughs> which also I was I was like, "What's?" I thought I, I'm like, "Yeah, what's going on?" And then it hit me like immediately. It's like, yeah. "Oh, it's like uh, like in uh whatever it was, season two, season three of The Walking Dead, where they yeah, had all the those barn. The, the zombies in the barn." Mm-hmm. Uh, so Daniel follows this young man to the wine cellar where he, uh, explains that he's talking to his mom. Daniel enters the cellar and sees a cell full of zombies. Yep. He goes to Celia about this. I was like, could you please explain your basement full of zombies? And she's like, Hey, they're all family members. They've worked on this estate. They've lived with us. I'm not going to leave them out in the cold. Um, okay. she prepares uh, two communion wafers and Daniel realizes that she's the one who probably killed the parishioners with poisoned wafers mm-hmm. they were killed by you she says and then urges him to make peace with his dead Hmm. Celia brings the wafers to Strand and Thomas and commends Strand for deciding to die with him she leaves the room and locks it Nick finds Celia drinking wine in the courtyard They're not really dead, are they? He asks. She shakes her head and says the infected are simply, What comes next? Mm -hmm. Creepy. Uh, Chris wakes up as Travis sleeps in the adjacent bed. Strand searches uh, Thomas' bedroom drawers. And Chris enters Alicia's room and says Alicia's name and picks up a knife from the bedside table when a gunshot rings out, waking Madison and Alicia, who freak out and tell Chris to leave as he does and then we see where the gunshot came from. It was Strand sitting next to Thomas with a gun. He mm-hmm. had put a pillow over Thomas's head and shot him. The end. Yep. Tell me about your hatred for Chris,
1: Aurora. <laughs> well, before I say that, I have to say that last uh, week I was really annoyed by this show. Mm-hmm. Um, they won me over again this week. Yeah. I love this episode so much. It's...
0: <laughs> this was good.
1: It was good. Um, I think this is the first time I've seen someone use communion wafers to poison people.
0: Yeah. I don't even know how you'd go about that. Like, that's not... Uh, you... Yeah,
1: I don't know. But I thought it was very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the, how characters are progressing. Mm-hmm. I like that... Um, the episode proved me wrong regarding Strand he's not a con artist he was actually in love with this guy yes i like that a lot mm-hmm. um but chris what i don't know what's going on
0: <laughs> with this no idea
1: is he like my my thought process was since he had to kill mm-hmm. um people for the first time ever yeah did this like Awaken something inside him like his inner psychopath or... yeah
0: like his inner electra where I he guess. just likes killing maybe yeah discovered. like he
1: realized that he likes killing people
0: i i mean he felt kind of off from the get-go but it's i think it was really triggered when his mother died and they had to right. kill his mom and like he just turned complete sociopath but do you think
1: that that inside he... i guess do you think that when he went in uh, Madison's and Alicia's room, he was going to kill them?
0: I mean, why else would he pick up the knife? Like, why would he be doing that?
1: Maybe to, like, stealing the knife, or...
0: Maybe, I don't like, know. Like, is he, is he... like Is he, like, blacking out or something? Because it was kind of like, they get up and they're like, Chris! And they're, like, screaming at him, and it, like, takes him a second to, like... You
1: I, know, I don't know.
0: Even, like... Uh... Like, register that they're there yelling at him. Maybe he's blacking out. I have no I don't idea. Know. I, I think he's just a nut bar who is incredibly annoying. And yeah. uh, I can't wait until some zombies tear him apart.
1: That's but, what you I'm know, w- it shows that he is Travis' son. Because Travis is annoying as well.
0: Yes, he is. <laughs> they're I mean, the
1: worst characters.
0: I mean, Madison, so. Madison hasn't been doing that well either. I. No. Yeah. believe it believe it or not i like alicia way more than i like madison at this point Whoa.
1: I'm,
0: I'm going i'm going there uh i mean she's not my favorite character on the show i'm i i like uh uh for me right now it's it's strand mm-hmm. uh i like nick i like yep. i'm curious to see where he's going and uh daniel i'm in yep. daniel i'm really interested in because they did the flashback yes uh, where he was holding that uh, that young man by the throat, and I'm guessing we're getting we're going to get more of that. But uh, I was yeah I was very interested uh, in seeing where I'm 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 basically really interested to see how those three characters progress. I mean Strand has already progressed more than
1: yeah, most
0: he... of the other characters on the show.
1: In this episode alone, he became my favorite character.
0: Yeah, it's it's um like those guys are progressing, and like we said, it's I. Th- I think it was supposed to be Madison's show, but I don't know if it's maybe morphing away from that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm almost wondering if they're going to die at some point now.
1: I mean, I it, this is going to sound awful, but I really want Travis to die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like him and Chris go out I like think, like yeah. like they're. Wrestling with each other over something, and then they just fall into a like it just. There's a a pit of zombies that happen to be there.
1: Because I feel like Travis makes the group weaker. Yeah, Um, and I I think if he's out of the picture, the group will become Mm -hmm. better at surviving. But he's just holding them back. He needs to go. (laughs) And
0: and Nick Nick is interesting because he talked about how he's already sick of the killing.
1: Yeah, but I think it, it was because he had to kill.
0: He. They have to
1: kill little kids. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, and and look, people still struggled with this on The Walking Dead.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Like, are they in there still? Is there anything yeah. left of them? Like, what if what if there is a way to reverse it or to stop it? And we're we're preventing any chance of 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 saving any of these people. Like, that's questions they're still asking in The Walking Dead, which is further down the road. This is right after all of this is is happening, and uh. You know, so it's it's it makes sense for them to ask that question. It even makes sense, even though Celia is creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense for her to to believe that this um, that they're not totally gone. Right. Um, I mean, it's creepy because we know. I think we all kind of know better,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it feels creepy. But it's not necessarily. I mean, and we see this a little bit in and we've seen this in Nick's personality already, where he has he's disposed of zombies when his life was being threatened or somebody else's was being threatened right but otherwise right. he was happy to just kind of walk amongst them yeah after he was kind of painted in zombie guts like he didn't feel the need to go kill everyone that he saw he just was happy to sort of move about um, mm-hmm. and i was thinking to myself if he's sick of killing already like it's a boy it's a you got a long ways to go sir <laughs> <laughs> like we we just started and you're sick of killing already. Uh, I, I don't blame him. No, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um. So what what else what else uh stuck out to you in this episode? Because there wasn't a ton of
1: there action. wasn't a ton. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of action, but there was a lot of creepy things happening. Yeah. Um. Which is why I felt like I don't. I mean, I don't need the gore and the horror in The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. I just want mm-hmm. that, like, creepy behavior from people. Yes. <laughs> I think that's what makes it so interesting. And this woman, Celia, she's uh, she's creepy. Um, yes. And she reminded me of Lizzie from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Because Lizzie also thought that people, you know, the walkers, she she wanted to be friends with them. And yes. Yes. She believed that it was okay to die and be a walker. Um, she even killed her sister. yeah, <laughs> so,
0: God, that's like the worst episode. Ever. I mean, yes. worst in the best way. It's an amazing episode. Yeah. But,
1: but you know, at the same time, for me, that's that has been one of the most creepy characters in The Walking Dead. Yes. Because of how much she believed in...
0: And that the it, yeah. it was everything was fine. It's
1: okay. Yes, and this is the same thing with this new character, Celia. She really believes that it's fine. Zombies are, are
0: people too. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. and that's creepy. That's creepy.
0: Uh, I I'm I'm curious. They set up the mystery, right? The mm-hmm. the owl coin thingy and the owl carpet. Yeah. Thing. Clearly, these are tied into something. What yeah. we don't know is it some crazy cult thing is there
1: yeah i don't know what it was something like like mystical about it in a way like when Mm -hmm. uh ophelia and nick go and pray um and nick looks at the owl and he has like a flashback on when he was in church and i was like what's going on
0: (laughs) that is true i was wondering what kind of triggered the flashback Because he he triggered it triggered a flashback to like the very first things we saw in the in the show yeah, where he wakes up and sees the the junkie girl who was a zombie mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know
1: what that was. That was.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what any of that is. I'm I'm, I'm curious. I wonder if there's. Uh, I wonder what else is at play here. Obviously, uh, we already know per Walking Dead rules that this group is probably in trouble because you never surrender all of your weapons and to anybody in a big compound of any type.
1: That's, that's one. That's, and second, they especially left- if they're
0: claiming to be friendly.
1: And they left the boat.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do... You don't leave the safety. You know
1: that boat is already stolen. Like, somebody stole it already.
0: I would right? have. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would just... Every now and again, I would I would raid supplies, and then I would sail out into the middle of the water somewhere. Yeah. And then just live... Try just to live there. as normal a life as I can until I run <laughs> out of supplies and then go back for more.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, or fish. You can fish. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no zombie fish, as far as we're aware. <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, that's what I would. Do. I would try. I would try to find some sort of island somewhere, some some uninhabited island, somewhere, yeah. and just try to live a normal life. You got you got a boat. What are you doing, everybody? Yeah, <laughs> going onto land, going into these compounds, surrendering your weapons. Jeez.
1: Yeah, there was something that annoyed me. That it's in line with this. That when uh, Nick is talking to Celia when she, when she's drinking wine, it's like a kind of like a patio. Yes. Um, there were like torches lit up yes in that patio and i was like i don't who's lighting this up there's bigger things happening outside (laughs) (laughs) this is uh,
0: this kind of ties this kind of ties back to our theory that maybe at one point before we knew more about strand that perhaps strand was from uh another another dimension where the walking dead existed as a television show and he had watched it and If only that were the case here, he could have informed them. He's like, no, I've seen those guys get into too many situations like this. It's not a good idea to come here or hand over our weapons to these people. Uh, But that's not where the story was going, clearly. But, uh, yeah. I I liked the episode, though. Um, It was good. Uh, I'm kind of annoyed by how much more i hate chris now because of the episode to me mm-hmm. that drags it down a little bit because it's not like a, oh i'm interested to see what happens with chris it's mm-hmm. like a can we get rid of this character already kind of thing yeah. uh <laughs> that's never good you don't want to see a character go you want there yeah. to be some sort of meaning or reason behind it like i would be okay at this point if they just gave um if they just gave him the the Poochie farewell from The Simpsons, uh <laughs> where they just you know, they just insert a shot of Chris and it's like Chris had to go back to his planet to save his <laughs> to save his family from an alien invasion, and then he's just not on the show anymore. Like I don't even have to see him die. If he just disappeared, I wouldn't mind. And that's never good. Uh he's that kind of annoying to me, like but so
1: do you feel like maybe you're biased because...
0: it's a Yeah, you, it's definitely a bias because if if he was in the Walking Dead world right. like this right now, he'd be dead by now. They'd just be like, yeah. you're too much dead weight.
1: But also I feel like, well, in my uh, side, I feel like I am biased because mm. we've seen characters develop like Chris in The Walking Dead. And they always end up killing someone that was nice or that we didn't want to see die. Yeah. So they always make stupid mistakes and that's why maybe I feel like I'm biased. Like, before he does something stupid, he needs to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling the same thing with uh, like, where I feel like they're it's working a little bit is with Alicia, where she started as a very annoying... I'm not saying she's mm-hmm. redeemed herself fully, but she started as a very annoying, typical teenage girl character, mm-hmm. but she's showing signs of uh, adjustment.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah like, she's it, growing a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's not perfect. Uh, she's still teenagery at points, but it's getting better,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas Chris is drastically going the other way.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, I almost prefer I almost prefer uh, I'm almost preferring Reed to him at this point, which is (laughs) not good because that guy was an that guy was an asshole. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. and I'm almost preferring him. (sighs) (sighs) I don't know what to do with this Chris kid. (laughs) Work on your attitude, young man. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Uh, As long
1: as he leaves Strand. Daniel and Nick alone I'm fine yeah yeah that's because my, now I, now I care about those three characters.
0: Yeah, that's my that's my three <laughs> uh let's work on that let's make let's let's turn Alicia into something good and maybe we can even mm-hmm. redeem uh Madison at some point yes uh maybe it's Travis that's holding her down I'm not sure that's sh-
1: why yeah I a hundred percent think that Travis is the one that makes her weak he st- he needs to go
0: he's still anchoring her to like the the, yeah, I mean this. This dude, I'll give him credit. Uh, he is holding on to these last few shreds of everything's going to be fine. This is just a, a hiccup, and in yeah. a couple of weeks, uh, the world will be back to normal. Like he is, it feels like he's just constantly grasping onto like th- there's like three shreds left in him, and he's desperately grasping onto all of them and refusing to let go of it. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, and I think a lot of that though is still. Maybe some of it is still biased from The Walking Dead because we just—it's one of those things where we know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and it's like just let go and embrace the situation you're in. It's going to be like this for a long time. Of course, those characters don't know that yet, right. but, um, it's well, difficult, but it's a difficult—it's a difficult bias to get rid of.
1: But can I say something about Travis?
0: <laughs> By all means,
1: um, yes. All everything that you said, it makes me. Not I don't want to say hate him, but I don't like him. No. Um, but in this episode, I was really annoyed by him because when Madison confronts him about, you know, I think Chris is losing it. Um, he turns her around to her and he says, you need to be here for me. Yeah. Where are you? And I was like, just a couple of minutes ago, you just told your son that she doesn't believe what he's saying. <laughs> you don't have her back
0: yeah you're already taking sides
1: yes so why are you now saying to her that she needs to be on your side <laughs> it doesn't make any sense
0: and it doesn't help that he has a, sometimes depending on how the light hits him a punchable face uh, that doesn't that doesn't help
1: and uh, that's and again proof that he's Chris's son uh, dad because that's right. Chris also has a punchable face
0: he sure does <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll see where things go. Uh, typically Walking Dead tends to do big, even mid-season finales. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, the last time we uttered the words Walking Dead and finale in the same sentence was not a particularly happy time for this group of podcasters, Yeah. but uh, maybe they can make up for it. We'll see. Um... Give me a score uh, for uh, "like a deer" is what I'm calling it, so I don't have to keep saying the land words.
1: I'm gonna say four.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I gave it. I gave it a four. Um, I would say, uh, as uh, Glenn and I are, are are fond of doing, I'd say a soft four, not a, <laughs> not a firm one, like bordering like bordering on three and three quarters, a soft four. Okay. Um, the. I think I would have liked it better had I not been so put off by this Chris character.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's just driving me bonkers right now. (laughs) All right. uh, We're going to come back next week uh, for the last time, at least for uh, a month or so, uh, a couple of months. I'm not sure how long these mid season things take. Mm -hmm. It usually feels like forever. It's probably not going to be forever. Um, but it's the mid-season break of *Fear the Walking Dead*. We'll be back to talk about it at season two, episode seven, and it's called *Shiva*.